this water is so good. You know, savoring this water and, um, uh, you know, um, Christopher, he was telling me today, um, he came up to me, he's like, Yoko-san, you're a little nervous? And I said, ah, you know, I'm a little nervous. And not completely nervous, but just a little bit, which is not bad. <laughs> it's, um, and it's such a practice for me to be here that, like this, you know. This is a practice that I'm doing. And I love it. It's, I, I, I love it, and I don't love it. <laughs> you know, I love it because my practice firms up. You know, I, I can study uh, when I'm preparing for the talk, and I don't love it because the karma gets in the way sometimes preparing. And, you know, I'm like, well, I'm not going to really do this. This doubting mind that comes to, to me, which is very familiar mind already. Um, I was going to look around because I haven't really looked around to see who's here today. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, and I, I want to see the people who are here too. Oh, good. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, uh, what really, you know, struck me chanting this, and this is that, this is called Eihei Koso Hotsugammon. It's a Hotsugammon by Dogen, who is our um, founder of this lineage. It's a little bit different than other uh, fascicles in that we read in the chant book. So Dogen has other ones in this chant book. Um, and the Soto uh, Zen lineage that we practice here is founded by um, Dogen Zenji, who is the, the Zen ancestor uh, in Japan. And so we're, we're really big on Dogen. And so we um, now, right now, who knows Dogen? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, maybe half. Okay, so um, right now we are, uh, oh, this is like a raining day today. So it feels like Ango um, because Ango is the time where it's a traditional uh, time where the monks get together and firm up the practice container. And so we're practicing, and at the same time, we firm up the container sometimes by saying, okay, for this time of practice, let's uh, bring in the, the uh, generate um, the mind of bodhicitta, which is awakening mind, and practice together in this way. And I believe it's like raining. What, uh, Charlie, was it raining season that, uh, yeah, that we, um, the monks used to do this in India. And so it feels just right that the raining is here with us today. 
Um, and and uh, one of the lines we just chanted here, in this life, save the body, which is the food of many lives. This really speaks to me today. In this life, save the body, which is the food of many lives. Um, this body, right? This mind that we all are bringing in here to, today, very unique because nobody has the same mind, nobody has the same body, and nobody has the uh, same um, upbringing, ancestors, and all these um, we are who we are in this moment um, is the fruit of many lives. What does that mean, fruit of many lives? We're not here like this. It didn't happen like this. You know, we we're here because of all the lives that took um, place before us, right? I mean, literally, if mom and dad are not here, we're not here in this body and mind, you know? And our mother and father as well, and so on and so on and so on. The ancestors go way back to beginningless um, beginning. And so, um, you know, what? It, when we really feel that, the preciousness, right? All the hardships and survival effort that took our ancestors to, to live their lives. All the effort, you know, there must have been a lot of wars, famine, tragedies, atrocities, just as things are happening right now. Our ancestors, they all experienced these things. And they lived their best, they lived their best to survive and bring the lifeline intact. And this is the way that we are right here. This is the kind of a matter of fact, you know, this is, this is true. We're here right now because of the fruit of many lives, you know? So if we really take that in, right? If we really take that into our hearts, What can we do? What do we do? How do we act? How do we speak with, with each other? How do we speak to ourselves? You know? So this is the practice that we're doing here when we come here together. This Hotsudan one is, is uh, so it's different from other fascicles of Dogen Zenji um, in this chant book because it really, gen so Hotsuganmon means, Hotsu means to um, uh, generate or emit. Gan is to, uh, Gan, Gan is to almost like pray. 
to wish, wish from your heart, deep, deep praying coming from your body. And moon is the sentences or moon, yeah, the sentences or statements. So it's this deep uh, um, wishing, deep praying, so emitting, generating. So it has a lot of power, this, this one, because it's actually, it's gathering up. There's a sense of gathering up our intentions, his intentions, because he's written it and we're chanting it, but he's gathering his intentions of calling ancestors for help, compassion, right? Acknowledging that we need to be humble and to repent and confess and apologize, you know, when we make mistakes. When we lose faith, which we do, you know, with all the things that happen in our lives, it's so hard to keep that faith intact. You know, so Dogen here, this is so powerful because he's generating in his words all these, um, his bodhicitta, awakening mind. Unfortunately, you know, by reading this, we are Dogen. You know, we're, we're living Dogen's bodhicitta. What a wonderful way, right? Um, so I wanted to talk about um, today, uh, how do we live um, from non-dual uh, expression. This is a theme of our practice period, Ango, which is the, the concentrated practice that we're doing right now. You know, how are we practicing non-duality? How, how is it for you? Um, who, who is practicing non-duality right now? No one? <laughs> wait, 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 keep your hands up. Don't be so shy. Oh, nice, okay. <laughs> Some laughing here. Um, okay, so the rest of you who didn't raise hands, um, who is not aware of what non-duality is? Okay, okay, okay. Um, thank you, thank you, because it's important to clarify that, you know, what is, I mean, it's non-dual, we talk about this, I, I, I'm sure, sure everybody kind of, kind of heard, heard this word before, right, but what do we mean by non-dual in, in this practice, or you, universally, um, and so non-dual, uh, assumes the word itself assumes there is a duality right and what's the assumption of duality there what's the the concept of duality duality from my, my understanding with this practice is um to uh uh think think 
and also, um, yeah, maybe think and feel um, that you are separate from everybody else. So that things are not connected. So things are different from each other. And that um, uh, there's no relationship in between. Um, that's how I understand it. And when I talk about this, so I, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about two truths. Okay, in this lineage, we have two truths relative truth and absolute truth. Now, relative truth is a fact that um, everything has names, labels, um, uh, different, you know? So, um, for example, I'm Yoko, and uh, for example, here's Flo, and I'm not Flo, and Flo is not me. And this is true, right? In relative world, I the time right now is, oh my God, it's really running out. <laughs> 42, uh, 11.42, and it's not 12 yet. You know, it has 11.42, and the second is moving right now. But it has that definite uh, concept as human beings we understand. So there's a differences in things, right? We name things to, to function this way. So we understand that there are differences in each of us. So that's a, a relative truth. Now, relative truth in this lineage also, um, I, I feel that uh, something like delusions, you know, or uh, we have three poisons, we say, desire, aversion, hatred, and delusions. These are three um, poisons, we say when we practice, these are hindrances. We call it hindrances because these three poisons hinder us from practicing uh, and expressing our non-dual nature, which is uh, that we are not separate from each other. For example, um, war is going on right now, that lives are being killed, right? Those lives are also our lives. We're not separate from those lives. In relative truth, they are separate because they're not us really, right? Right? But in absolute truth, we are all one. So this is how we see it. You know, we talk about absolute, so absolute truth is that we're all connected because, um, what we think, what we speak, say, and what we act. All these things impact everyone in the world, everything in the world. It's like a network of um, dependent uh, origination, we say. Okay. Sometimes these things so in, in, in the practice that we do, this is the orientation for all of us when we're practicing, is that we 
vow, what we aspire, what we really bring, just like Dogen is doing here, we bring all our intention, gather it up. And it doesn't have to be, like, for example, I feel like um, someone outside, you know, not practicing this, this is also doing the similar things. Like, everybody has their intentions, right, in their lives. Maybe someone not so aware of exactly what their own intentions are. But we all are orienting towards that. What's most important in our lives? What is the most important thing in your life? What is most important? That's the orientation, I feel, as a humanity, that we're all orienting towards that. I feel like today I was thinking about word faith. You know, the faith, when you think about faith in static way, like the faith is like something rigid and something already fixed, that something that we know. I, I feel like that is, that's going to be a hindrance. If the vow, so in this lineage, vow is something that we come back to again and again, and in this lineage, the vow is to uh, live for the benefit of all beings. Live for the benefit of all beings. Live for the benefit of, of all beings' liberation. All living beings' safety. All living beings' um, well-being. And it's so important that we keep coming back, you know, coming back again, coming back again, because the hindrances, hindrances are so deep and um, that's how um, uh, this uh, fascicle in particular that we're practicing right now, it's called Genjo Koan. It's another writing by Dogen. Um, in, in Genjo Koan, Dogen talks about um, practice realization. And the practice realization, basically the practice is on one. We think, we, we tend to think the practice is it's on one side and the realization is on the other side. And we have a dual, dual uh, understanding of it, you know, just like hindrances we have hindrances on one side and we can say the realization or enlightenment is on the other side you know these dual things but in in this lineage and what dogen says in this very um i would say popular because we read this again and again genjo cohen in this lineage and most i mean it's very touching for me very touching uh, fascicle is that um, realization and enlightenment or uh, sorry realization and practice is not two separate things just like hindrances delusion and enlightenment realization these are so close 
And I, for me, I like to think of it as, um, so I was thinking about what feels for me, these two things, these two things coming together like this. And the word that comes to me is play or dance. There is this movement, you know, practicing and realizing liberation, realizing that we are connected, realizing that we're not separate from each other, feeling that my heart is your heart, your heart is my heart, you know, no separation, that kind of practice, you know, playing. So here is hindrance. Sometimes we feel like, oh, I feel closed today. You know, I actually um, feel actually averse. You know, I'm angry right now at certain things. I'm feeling very um, distracted. You know, I'm feeling contracted like a sloth and torpor. You know, sometimes people feel, I feel sloth and torpor, just kind of sunken. Sometimes people feel restless, you know, distracted, just busy. You know, so um, these things coming together, you can hold one, one, you can take care of this one thing as when you practice. And then there's another, which is um, feeling open and, and connected. And these things can kind of come together and play together. And here's the juice of, of the practice, I feel. You know, here's the juice of um, how we cultivate our practice, how we stay patient with the practice, how we become creative with the practice, how we learn from each other, from, from uh, each other's practice, you know, how we keep, can keep inspiring each other's practice. I just wanted to, um, don't have so much time, so I wanted to just mention something that uh, may be helpful um, as we practice. Um, we all, um, in this practice, one of the things that are, you know, everybody feels like when we come here, not everybody, but some people may feel, and I did in the beginning, that I came here to feel relaxed. You know, I wanted to be calm. I wanted to feel relaxed. Um, you know, and then in time, we all realize that, oh, wow, this is really, really not that easy. <laughs> it's actually, when I sit, I have all these thoughts and it doesn't feel good. And people say that I need to stay with this, that I can stay with these feelings, and it just doesn't feel good. And it becomes hard. And, and, and that, I, I feel that um, as hard as that could be, as unpleasant as that could be, that is the uh, 
practice realization, Jungin says. Um, so um, he is very adamant in this uh, studying about hindrances. And not just hindrances, but um, the most famous quoted line in Genjo Koan goes like this. Well, it starts with, um, let me see here. I, I have not memorized, so I need to look it up. Oh, there it is. Okay, so um, hmm. you know, maybe I I skipped this. Anybody can quote this. Basically, it's the um, the most famous line goes like, "To study the Buddha way is study uh, stu study the self." To study the self is to forget the self. And how it goes like that. And in Genjo Koan, I feel like he's again and again coming back to this studying the self, study the self, study the self. And how he says is metaphors, usually beautiful metaphors, such as a boat. He says, study the self. Because just like a boat, when the boat is when you're in the boat, and when you are in the in the middle of the ocean, and you look far away into the shore, 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 then in the beginning you may feel that the shore is moving, and that everything here, the boat, is permanent. But look here, look here. When you look here you notice that actually your thoughts, your feelings, your sensations, your breath, whatever that you're feeling right now, you're experiencing right now, notice how that moves as well. Notice that. And he goes like that, you know, in this fascicle. Um, Another thing that he says about is bird and, um, what was it, bird and fish. That's right, bird and fish. He has a metaphor of bird and fish. The bird and fish, he says, the bird and fish has this realm of how it lives their lives. The bird flies in the sky, right? And bird can fly as much as the bird wants in the realm of sky. The same with the fish. The fish will swim in the realm of water as far as the fish can go. Just like how we practice in our body and minds. This is our limited, right, relative container or uh, uh, being, right, as a human being. This is we are and we practice with what we got which is our delusions and sufferings and joys you know just like that 
And the fish, if the fish leaves the water, the fish will die. You know, the bird, when the bird leaves the realm of the sky without flying, the bird is not bird anymore. Just like us, this right now, the way that we are with our, who we are right now, right now, this is our Dharma seat. This is the most precious Dharma seat right here. Fruit of many lives that we're practicing with. So Dogen says, take care of that. Take care of that, he says. You know, don't assume that you know everything. Don't assume that this is very fixed. And open up to the world. And so it's really very encouraging to read this. So if you haven't read this uh, fascicle called Genjo Koan, please uh, go ahead and try it out and see. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> May our intention penetrate Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by the Brooklyn Zen Center. Our programs are given free of charge and made possible by the donations we receive. For more information on supporting Brooklyn Zen Center, please visit the giving section of brooklynzen.org.